what's up, skanks? Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck the Popcorn Bags, a podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and get a little high. I am Mantis Toboggan, and we are coming at you live from the fall of democracy. And I'm Brianna, and I'm sitting in a room with so many crosses, I feel like there's going to be an exorcism. And today we'll be reviewing Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is based on the play by August Wilson. It's directed by George C. Wolfe, written by Ruben Santiago Hudson, and stars Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman in his very last role. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our excitement levels for it and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Oh yes, hello. Uh, just uh, This is Marjo. I would like to say announcement. Uh, there's a new YouTube video that you should go watch. Uh, it is uh, not the greatest of qualities, but it will pump the numbers. Thank you, Marjo. Really appreciate it. What do you mean? Is the greatest quality? Well, we don't have to. We don't have to get into that. Tidbits. <laughs> Brianna. Hello. My Rainey's Black Bottom, an hour thirty-four minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was originally part of a ten-picture deal between HBO and Denzel Washington, that would have him producing the plays by August Wilson. They are considered the Pittsburgh Cycle. It is 10 August Wilson plays that are all set in Pennsylvania, except for actually this one, which is set in Chicago. Uh, The last one they did was Fences. But the deal was moved from HBO to Netflix in 2019 for some reason. I I couldn't really find any information on it whatsoever. Uh, Directed by George C. Wolfe, not Dick Wolfe's brother. Brianna, I know you were assuming that it's Dick Wolfe's brother, but it is not Dick Wolfe's brother. I love SVU, Uh, but yeah. To be completely honest with you, Dick Wolf could be a black man. I have no idea. Because I was going to say, this man is a black man, but Dick Wolf could be a black man. I, I wouldn't know. I think Dick Wolf is like, um, it sounds like a pen name or something. It doesn't seem like that would be his real name. It just, it's too perfect. Mm, we'll get to the bottom of that. We'll, we'll let you know. Uh, so George C. Wolf, his main directing credit, Brianna, outside of this is the Henrietta Lacks Oprah movie. Do you remember that one? Honestly, not really, no. It was about a woman who, like, gives her stem cells up or something like that to save the world. I, it, it, that, that's not what it's about, but but either way. Uh, Ruben Santiago wrote a play that became a TV movie called Lackawanna Blues. Mm-hmm. And that won some Emmys and won some Golden Globes in 2005. So before I started, uh, when I started looking at these guys' credits, they didn't really have a lot of IMDb credits. So I had a feeling that they were theater people because they they're both older, but they did not have a lot of IMDb credits, but they... They seem distinguished. Um, and I was right. George C. Wolfe has won three Tonys in his 30 years of uh, play directing. And Ruben won a Tony for playing a character in an August Wilson film, actually. Mm. Right? So George C. Wolfe directed Denzel Washington for 14 weeks in 2018 on stage. I think the mo- I think the play was called Iceman Cometh. And so that's obviously how Denzel Washington formed a fondness for george c wolf and his work so he was like hey come direct my fucking new netflix movie um and then ruben must also know denzel personally because he was an american gangster as an actor ruben santiago is more of an actor than a writer so interesting career trajectories for these guys august wilson already wrote the play so all ruben had to do is is adapt yeah and if he was an actor he probably knows like what not to do and what to do for a script. Right. He also adapted uh, his own play to film for an HBO film that won an Emmy. And Halle Berry was in it. I guess it was it was pretty good about a 
a boarding house. It was in 2005. Miami. <laughs> um, George C. Wolf. Uh, I was reading an article where he said that the reason that plays, like he he doesn't like the term trends because he thinks that people are saying that plays are being made for the screen right now because of a trend, but he thinks it's more of the fact that people in positions of power they switch out and some are just theater geeks. But he said to quote him. He said, uh, I think it's much simpler than that. There's just a bunch of theater queens in L.A. I was like, okay. And then I was like, that's kind of a interesting uh, stance to take. And then I saw a picture of George C. Wolf, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> he, he can say that. Uh, so <laughs> He is a theater queen. <laughs> yeah, he is a theater queen. Uh, Viola Davis is now two for two in August Wilson movies, directed by Denzel Washington. She'll probably be in the next seven, too. He wasn't. He didn't direct them, though. That's cool. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Obviously, this is his last role. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I heard he's really good in it, so I'm excited for that. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he's good in it, though. So. At the time of this recording, Brianna, <laughs> it has a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb based on 16,000 reviews. It has a 98% critic score based on 242 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. And a 77% audience score based on 549 reviews. It also has an 87% on Metacritic, but fuck Metacritic because we don't know why. And it also has an 87% of Google users like this movie. Nice. So I don't know where you I don't know where you put your Google user reviews, but uh, Google's getting it. Maybe it's just maybe they're just listening to you. Maybe they're just in your house and you're just like I liked that movie, and then your phone's like I'm logging that as a thing. I'm kind of going off of, like, Google reviews that people leave for restaurants, and they're usually the fucking stupidest douchebags ever. The beans weren't hot, but I had them in my car for 20 minutes before I got home. I wasn't good enough for Yelp, so I came to Google. <laughs> they won't let... I'm banned from Yelp. Yeah. That's what Donald Trump... Donald Trump's gonna start tweeting on Google reviews. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only place he can, he can tweet now. Actually, I think they banned him, too. Brianna, I am... Not super excited to watch this, I'm not going to lie. It was not at the top of my list, but it is an Oscar contender, and we are getting into that season, so it felt appropriate. It also felt appropriate because it's Chadwick Boseman's last role, and we are both Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman fans. I am excited for the performances, however. I heard they are fantastic. So I hope that I am left going, well, shit, I'm an idiot. I, I should have watched this weeks ago. You yeah, think? you know, I was kind of surprised when you wanted to watch this because A, it came out last month, early last month, and yep. uh, B, you know, it's not quite up our alley, but we do, we like to surprise people with our choices, and since we're coming hot off a of soul, it's nice that we have like another music-ish themed movie coming up. I totally agree. Uh, I also just want to get people ready for the fact that uh, the movies over in the next coming weeks, they will be mostly new movies, but I'm sure we'll fit in one or two that end up being Oscar nominations that may have come out last year that we did not see. It's just a possibility. Brenda, you want to give me the synopsis while I pack my bunk? Oh, I guess no one cares about the tidbits that I found. That's fine. Oh my god, I didn't even think. Did you find, you found tidbits? Well, I researched more on Ma Rainey than I did on the theatrical parts of it. Okay, what did you find? Well, first of all, I was shooketh that Ma Rainey was a real person. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was. 1927, big bop in it. Um, I'm that asshole that didn't know. 
she basically invented blues music, which I was also like, oh, geez, Brianna, you live under a rock, you stupid white person. And then... Uh... <laughs> even though you're Asian, but that's cool. Okay. <laughs> and then I found out that Ma Rainey wasn't even her real name. What was it? Gertrude Pritchett. Well, I changed my name from Gertrude, too. She married a guy named Pa Rainey, and so she was just like, let's <laughs> roll with it. <laughs> Oh, rainy. That's awesome. But yeah, that's really all I found because I knew that you're more of the, the titty researcher. So I didn't really dive too deep as usual. It's not that you're the researcher. I just lazily scan. <laughs> <laughs> it is called, it's not called uh, like getting all up in somebody's ass and scanning the internet. It's called lazily scanning the internet. I'm not doing a fucking thesis. Jeez. Like I'm just yeah. trying to casual research a movie. That's all. You want to pay Brianna for it. That's a different story. She'll at least give you 65%. No, not even that. Like, I just, you know, you know me. I like to do things last minute. I got you, girl. I got you. Give me the, give me the synopsis. Let's do this thing. Speaking of last minute, the synopsis is quite brief. So prepare yourself. <laughs> okay. Ready, set. Tensions rise when trailblazing blues singer Ma Rainey and her band gather at a recording studio in Chicago in 1927. I wonder if this is, I, it's, a, it's a play, so I could totally see it being just the whole thing taking place in that one room, so we'll I'm see what happens. Uh, I'm excited to see it, you know? I was reading into the makeup that Viola Davis wears and how authentic it was to what actually... Um, was worn by Ma Rainey because when I first saw the trailer I was like geez what the hell happened and then uh, I realized yeah you know it was the roaring 20s everyone was just sweating we were just sweating our faces off and that's what happens let's do it bitches let's pack them up in three two one (laughs) and we're back That was a good movie. I really liked that, Brianna. I uh, two seconds in, I said it to you. I was like, "This is beautiful." Like I didn't, I I, I don't know. I, it's not like I was expecting it to be ugly, but it was really eye catching uh, right off the bat. And I don't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I said it a couple seconds ago. I didn't really light a lot a lot down because it was rather quick. It was pretty captivating, and. It just really grabbed your attention the entire time. So I didn't really have a lot of time to to write down things. Like, uh, I, I don't even have a lot of least favorite parts and favorite parts written down, at least. Um, because it's just really quick. It's really quick. And I mean, you can tell it's totally based on a play, right? Oh, definitely. What'd you think? Um, You know, I wasn't bored, but I wasn't I was a not little, bored. I was like a little bored. I'm not, I'm not gonna like lie. Like I was like a little, there was there was really captivating scenes and then there were points in times where I was like, oh, I'm, a little, I'm like a little bored. I looked at my phone a couple times and I was like, oh good, can't look at my phone. That's how I know I'm bored. A little bit bored. But it was captivating like a little, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't boring where like I looked at my phone a lot. I did look at my phone because I got like a text message from work saying that we had another COVID case. Sick, that's sick. nothing new. Um... <laughs> But it didn't seem like it dragged at all. Like, we've watched some movies where, like, I've wanted to rip my eyelashes out one by one. But that wasn't the case with this one. No, it didn't drag whatsoever. There was really only, like, ten scenes. I remember I, like, looked down at one point and I was like, geez, this movie's going really fast. And we were, like, an hour in. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. Catch up, girl. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Performances, Brianna. Viola Davis and who I called... 
Olivia Munn? Uh, no, Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wilde. Olivia <laughs> Wilde while we were watching it. But I, I was also fresh off a of bong rip, so. Uh, Viola Davis and uh, Chadwick Boseman were fantastic. They were fantastic, but there really wasn't anybody in the film that did a bad job. Like, everybody yes. else that was in there, there wasn't really too many, like, other characters outside of, like, her band and then the two whiteies. But I think everyone did a great job. Yeah. Oh, everybody did a fantastic job. You could, like, like I said earlier, you could totally tell it was based off a play. Uh, just like the mm-hmm. way the scenes were set up and the way the dialogue was written and the way the scenes went about. Uh, George C. Wolf. I'm going to say it again, Brianna, for you because I know how much you liked it. I said it last time in the first half. George C. Wolf is really good at directing shit. Holy fuck. I really loved the entire movie. He He's gonna, definitely going to get a nomination. The movie itself is going to get a nomination. I don't think it'll win. Although the ending, I was like, oh shit, I did not see this coming. But I kind of did at the same time. But I was like, oh shit. I didn't know it was going to be that. <laughs> uh, you'll get. We'll tell you in the spoiler zone. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, I think he's going to win. Because post-mortem win. Wow, can Chadwick Boseman play a douche? Ooh, he's so good. He's so good at playing a douche. A douche, douche from the 1920s. The original Beyonce. I didn't expect Black Panther to drop the end bomb <laughs> in the first couple seconds. Well, I had read that there there was quite... I didn't know there was going to be as many N-words as uh, there was, but I did read that they used it, and then throughout the movie, I, was, I wasn't keeping track, but I was like, geez, that's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, he was like, is you stupid? I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? What, 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 what the fuck? I, it's kind of funny because like it's, I don't know. I don't think everybody uses the word bitch casually, but you know, when we're having a conversation, I'm just like, oh, bitches be crazy. Yeah. That's kind of how they used it. So yeah, it was all like in good fun and they're all, you know, yeah. not white people. So they, they can say it. Um, so obviously, uh, source material was used very well. Um, it was, it was really well written, really well, obviously, because it's August Wilson. Uh, it was really well directed, really well acted, just really good overall. You want to get into spoilers, Brianna? Because there's really not, I mean, like, what, what else can you say about it? Did you, do you have any, like, Uh... hot takes other than that? Because it's really straightforward. It's really, really good in... I think you should go see it. That's my recommendation before we get into it. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't already seen it, because it's been out for like a month. Yeah, it's it's on Netflix uh, too. So I would go see it. But you can definitely tell, like, other than the fact that like Denzel Washington was like the one pushing all these things along, you can tell he really had like a hand in all of this because he has done a lot of um, what's it called in <laughs> in theater on theater with theater on Broadway on Broadway. <laughs> He's done a lot of stuff on Broadway, and you can definitely show, it definitely shows that he was kind of using his, like, film mind and his, like, Broadway mind to make this all, to, like, cohesive. And I really enjoyed it. I love Denzel Washington. I whap over him daily. Yeah, this review was more for Oscars, uh, Oscars purposes, to see if it's up to snuff. And it definitely is. I'm giving it a 45 out of 50 popcorn bags. Uh, and I'm, I'm, Ooh. yeah, and I'm recommending it. Um, go check it out. It's on Netflix. Brianna, what do you got? How many popcorn bags? I'd give it like a 38 out of 50 popcorn bags. Okay. And I would definitely recommend it. 100%. Yeah, very good. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Go see it. Everyone was 
just phenomenal. Holy shit. Just like really good, but also a little boring at parts, but that's okay. It's a play. So plays can be. Yeah, but there weren't like long parts of boringness. Yeah. That's why I'm not hindering it so many points because it's like, it can be, it can be a little boring in between these parts that are like really emotional. Like there's really intense at points. It's really intense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, spoiler zone. <laughs> favorite parts, Brianna. Least favorite parts. I, like I said earlier, wrote two things down because quick, captivating, a little boring, but captivating. <laughs> favorite parts. <laughs> what, what, what do you got? My favorite part is that it was dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. I thought that was really sweet, and I was like, oh, that's my first favorite part. How could that be your first favorite part? You didn't even know that until, like, the very end. Well, it's just because I write my favorite parts in order, but I I put them up at, I put the latest thing at the top. So it was the last thing that we saw, that so it's at sense. the top of the list. My favorite part was, other than Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis's performances, I really liked the piano player Toledo. So good. What what is he in? I was this is what I looked at my phone for during the movie because there are parts where you can definitely look at your phone. But I was doing something constructive. I wasn't just, you know, scrolling okay. through Instagram. Okay. Uh I was looking at I actually accidentally looked up the wrong person at first. <laughs> because I thought it, he was the bass player, but then I realized that I got their names no. mixed up because they all have these like funny like band names. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, I looked up the right person and he's kind of in like a lot of TV shows. He's done like one, you know, episode in a lot of TV shows. I assume it's because he's done maybe a lot in theater and you don't really see those credits on IMDb. Right. But he's pretty much been around since like the seventies. I've seen him in a lot of things. I really have. Just killing it. I feel like he was in uh, Fargo most recently. I think he was in The Wire. Okay, interesting. But I don't know if that was the other guy I accidentally looked at first. Toledo was really good. The bass player was really good. Everybody was really good. Uh, now that we're in the spoiler zone, I'm just going to say it. There was a murder at the very end of this movie that you <laughs> well, do. It was, it's... <laughs> that just like, you're like, well, you're, you're sitting there the whole time and you're like, oh, I'm so tense. I don't feel good. Like, I don't like this. I don't like this. And then he's, Toledo gets stabbed by Chadwick Boseman. And you're like, oh, no, Chadwick, no. Because Chadwick Boseman goes full kooky in this. He like fucks Ma Rainey's. My, like, Ma Rainey has a bisexual girlfriend, and he just fucks her. What? What did you say? You heard my legitimate reaction to the the stabbing. Yeah, I think I turned my mic on like right when that happened, and that was. Yeah, me too. And I was like, <sighs> the Red Ooh. Rooster got his revenge. <laughs> it is the very end of this movie is very tense, very very tense. The whole time you're sitting there, and you're, it just builds and builds, and not in a way where you really know it's building. And then it gets to the end and you're like, oh, this has kind of been, this has kind of just been setting up the whole time. Well, yeah, there's definitely, like, since it is kind of, it is based off a play, there's a lot of just sitting in one room and, like, all the guys in the band kind of take their turns at, like, roasting each other. And so most of it, you're like, oh, like, they're kind of taking jabs at each other, but then someone will follow it up with something that, like, funny or something like that. And so you're kind of like, oh, like, whatever, it's fine. Like, they'll they'll find a way to resolve and just, like, kind of push through it. They're all grown men. And then at the end, woo! Yeah, the jokes go a little so too much. far. Chadwick Boseman tells a story about his how his mom was raped by a pack of, like, eight or nine white dudes while, her, while his dad was away. And how his dad laid back in the woods after they left the town. 
and he killed four of them, and then he died. And so Chadwick Boseman's carrying around all this trauma because he saw his mom get raped by these dudes, and he wants to be his own man and write his own songs, and he's really he, he just wants to be a star, and he can't get over it, and he's obsessed with it, and it essentially leads to him fucking stabbing Toledo, who's awesome. And he, the reason he stabs him is because Toledo steps on his brand new eleven dollars shoes. And he's like, you step on my shoes! Why'd you step on my shoes? And you could really feel that it was a very uh... tense moment for Chadwick. uh, Levy, I should say, in that that moment. Uh, But he, fucking Chadwick Boseman, just so good. That's probably my favorite part of this movie, is Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis. They were so good. Viola Davis was really only in it for, in total, probably ten minutes. That's so true, but she's so, you don't even, I mean, you can't even tell it's her. Like, it's not even Viola Davis on the screen, it's fucking Ma Rainey. Well, I mean, if you're gonna, you're gonna play the part, you're gonna play it well. Yeah. We're not gonna half-ass her Black Bottom. That was my, that was really my only favorite part. I really liked, they all, the cast had, like, a really good chemistry on screen together. Um, but yeah, Chadwick Boseman's character had a lot of pent-up rage, and the whole part of him telling the story about his mom was that, like, he was kind of taking it hard from the guys that they were like, oh man, like you're so, you're sucking up to like the white man and blah, blah, blah. Like you're, you called him sir and you did all this stuff and they were kind of like bashing him a little bit. And then he told the story about his mom and they were like, oh shit, like, oops. And then at the end when, uh, the, the white guy does. There's two white guys and they're the producers. They're the, the record producers. They're all there to record a record. Well, one of them's their manager. Yeah, one of them's the manager and one of them's the record producer. But they're, the manager's got it got it on the ends, I'm telling you. But the record producer, like, kind of lies, obviously, and tells Chadwick Boseman that he's going to let him form a band and they can play their own songs. You know, like, pretty much what you tell any singer that wants to be famous. Sorry, he had to learn about it the hard way, and he was probably the first person that happened to in the 20s. But... You know, he didn't take the news, didn't take the news very well. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And the story really goes full circle because at the very end of the movie, the songs that Chadwick Boseman sold, uh, Mr. Stiverson, Stuverson. Yeah, he, he's, Mr. Stiv- he had a funny name. Mr. Stivident. He sold the record producer these songs that the record producer said he didn't want to be made right now. Because he said that the people wouldn't like them. Right, and at the very end of the movie, a white man is singing the song that Chadwick Boseman wrote and sold. And it's he's got, like, Ugh, big bop energy with all these ever. saxophones. And it's a it's like, oh, okay, full circle. But once again, it's a the, the, the source material on this is not in question. It's obviously a, a great story. Um, Brianna, least favorite parts. I was bored in parts. Sorry to say it. Uh, once again, very captivating. Get very captivating. But uh, yeah, a little boring. Uh, and uh, Ma Rainey's grills really bummed me out at first. I was like, oh no, that's creeping me out. Her bad teeth. They were weird. Was that a grill or were those just her teeth? I thought they were grills. She had grills in the top four and the, like, the bottom five. It was like, I, they were silver. They might have just been silver huh. teeth, but like I was like, oh, it's so... And her eye makeup, like the whole Ma Rainey look was very <laughs> I creepy. told you about her makeup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, she looks like every, uh, she looks like every uh, makeup artist on Instagram. Uh, she had like the sweatiest tits the whole time. <laughs> she looked like Rachel's, she looked like Rebecca's daughter on 90 Day Fiance last night. If you know what I'm talking about, shout out. 
girl's eye makeup is terrible brownie you haven't watched that yet but you're gonna get that reference later and you're gonna laugh that was the look though the thing that i read about was how she wore her rouge which would be blush nowadays but how vibrant her rouge was and i was like how could you even focus on her rouge when all i could see was that eye makeup i don't know what the hell was going on maybe that's britney spears's inspiration nowadays but i was like yeah damn how about in the beginning of the movie where they pay off the cop because Ma Rainey, uh, Ma Rainey's 14-year-old nephew gets into a car accident and uh, like there's all these white... I don't white... know how that kid was driving. There's He's a... very tiny. There's all these white people like crowding around and they're like going to beat up Ma Rainey and her, and her lesbian lover and her nephew and then the manager comes out and he pays off cops. What a time where you could just pay off a cop. Yeah. I mean, that's probably when it started. I mean, I, it's it's clearly still happening because of uh, what happened at the Capitol the other day. Hey, oh, no politics. Leave it out. Leave politics out of it. Come on. You said it. <laughs> but um, I thought that was uh, that was kind of a weird way to start the movie off. But I was also like, hey, I guess this is where we're going. This is this is where we are now. How relevant still? Oh my God, still so relevant. You watch this movie and you're like, oh, nothing's fucking changed. As 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 yeah, cliche and lame as that sounds, like it's 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 true. And and when you're watching this movie, you're like you roll your eyes because you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, Christ! It's it's 1920 and like it's the same shit. Like there was a scene in the very beginning of the movie where the three uh, black band members are walking through an all white neighborhood trying to get to the recording studio, and they're like walking with their heads down and doing like the whole like gotta be respectful to white people thing. And like all the white people are just like staring at them, and that would still happen today. But I digress, Brianna. Did did you have any other least favorite parts? Um, I was kind of bummed out that I know Viola Davis did Fences with Denzel Washington, and she probably will be in some other some of the other like August Wilson adaptations. But I wish they picked someone that sang. Yeah, uh, the the singer was good. The, 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 I forget her name, like Donna Marksley or something like that. That's not not her, not her name at all. But um, she was the singer for for Ma Rainey. Viola Davis did not sing. Chadwick Boseman sang a couple times, and you're like, all right, Chadwick. But yeah, I was a little disappointed Viola Davis didn't sing. But not taking away anything from from her performance. No, I mean, I kind of wish they just like had her lip sync and like they didn't really have anybody else sing. But I guess since they were recording oh, and having 20, an actual like Ma Rainey. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. That was really all I had. It was kind of boring in parts, but, you know, it was a good time to look up things on IMDb, you know, if you had to grab a snack real quick. Put it this way. There's like 10 scenes in total, right? And six of them are really emotional and captivating. And the other four are kind of just like play filler. They're fillers. Yeah, they're just like there and... They were, you know, times to move the set around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for people to get, like, makeup change and, like, stuff like that. Also, you know, also another part that kind of bummed me out was her lover, her, you know, her little floozy that she had toting around. You could definitely tell that she was just, like, a groupie. Yeah, because she wanted wanted to leave her for Chadwick because she thought Chadwick might have get his own band. Yeah, and I was kind of like, okay, like, in real life, Ma Rainey's bisexual lover was bessie smith and they do mention her in the like movie play fuck you bessie you and cunt she, and she is like 
Ma Rainey took her under her wing and like she also took her under her wing. But she like <laughs> made her like a good singer. Her vagina wing. And yeah, <laughs> her vagina wings. And so it was kind of like disappointing to see this like broad in the film is just like some girl they like pass around and it's like oh well i mean i know she was kind of doing it to herself because she just wanted the fame as well but i don't really kind of wish that she wasn't there like it didn't really do anything for the story because like ma rainey like sort of knew something was going on with her and chadwick boseman's character but like it didn't do anything like she wasn't like i'm gonna get that chadwick moseman i'm gonna shove his trumpet where the sun don't shine like it was just like okay like yeah yeah i I completely agree it was slightly referenced or slightly alluded to that ma rainey kind of knew that levy had a thing for the 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 girlfriend Mm-hmm. Um, and that's maybe why, maybe that was the last straw in my Rainey's mind to kick Levy out of the band, but it didn't really add a lot at all. It, it, if anything, he just, Levy just had sex with her. They had like half a session. <laughs> no one came. Yeah. It wasn't even like a, yeah, there was no coming involved and then they just went back to it. There was no conflict that, that arose from it whatsoever. So like Levy's character was already arrogant enough that yeah. he didn't really have to add like, Oh, I also slept with your lesbian lover that's all i got brianna you got any you got any more high level thoughts that's about it that's my rainy's black bottom everybody go check it out on netflix or steal it whatever you get to do it's good it's gonna be an oscar contender so you might as well watch it if you're gonna if you're gonna be taking bets i take bets for the oscars buck a buck a category so if anybody wants to bet me hit me up on twitter brianna ooh, what else did you watch this week i watched chernobyl <laughs> Finally. Uh, I started Chernobyl, I should say. I'm three episodes in. Ooh, holy fuck. Um, very intense. I'll report back when I'm when I'm done next week. I also watched Mangrove, the first uh, yeah. the first small axe movie. Oh. It was really good. It was super well acted, super well put together. Steve McQueen is a talented guy, and this show's out. So this that's definitely an Oscar contender, too. Love the accents in it. Great. The setting is the... 80s in Nottingham Hill or Notting Hill I forget which I think it's Notting Hill but yeah it's about a it's about a East Indies community that is getting harassed by police and they have to go through the legal system a dozen times or so and to try to fucking get things straight it was really good though I uh I suggest you check it out it's on Amazon Prime like you would know you steal it anyway no I did I watched it on Prime I I actually watched it on (laughs) I actually watched it on Prime what else did you what did you what did you watch you mentioned you actually watched something this week. I did. I watched something that I remember. And? I watched Serenity with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. And what the fuck happened with that movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what year did that come out? It came out in 2018. And I remember seeing a trailer for it. And I was like, damn, that looks pretty good. And like, I know Matthew McConaughey has made some interesting career choices And apparently Anne Hathaway has as well with Lockdown and this film. But it was like a lot of like, it about 15 points in the movie, I wanted to turn it off. And I almost did. But then I realized I had like 20 minutes left. And I was like, you know what, Brianna, you lasted this long. Don't turn it off, girl. But damn, that was just like the biggest waste of my time ever. That sucks. I hate when you go to watch a movie with some actors that you like, and then you're like, oh, this was terrible. 
Couldn't you have guessed that it was going to be super bad, Brianna? Like, just based on that, it's like, like, everything involved. Like, nobody's talking about Serenity from 2018. Yeah, but there's a lot of movies that people don't talk about that are actually really good. Or, you know, other people don't perceive as good. But then you watch yourself and you're like, that was a pretty good little film. Not every movie I watch is like, oh my gosh, everybody is just gushing about this. That's fair. So, you know, I tried to give it a chance, but geez louise i was wrong well that sucks and i wasted i wasted my whole movie on that one yeah you should have watched a better movie next time watch a better movie there's an aggregator for that i'll I'll show you the aggregator after all right but uh as of right now we're going on over to headlines extra extra read all about it headlines Brownie, you have no headlines, correct? Uh, Yeah, I do, actually. Thank you very much. I just said I had a hard time finding ones that were captivating to me. Can I give you my first thing? Can I give you... Because I really just want to start off hot because I'm upset. Sure. Who the fuck needs a Sex in the City revival? What the fuck is up with that? What the fuck is that? (laughs) Who the fuck asked for that? No one fucking wants that. That's it. That's all I need to say. I would have loved (laughs) to see the Sex in the City revival as like a Golden Girls spinoff. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah maybe with old people because well, they are they're about old. that old yeah they're about that old i mean if you think about it, the women in the golden girls like they weren't that old when they were in that film or in the show they just like had a little bit of an old look to them but they weren't actually golden yeared girls that's true that's a good point so you're not a sex um, in the city fan and you don't want it well i was kind of too young when sex in the city came out and was actually on tv to watch i don't think i would have gotten a lot of it and it would have gone over my head but then as an adult like i think i watched a few episodes and i was just like all right like this is fine i guess i don't know i was never that interested in it and then i know when the movies came out like all the the women of the world were whapping because we didn't have like 50 shades of gray yet and so they were like wow this is what we were living for let's drink some martinis and again it's one of those things that you know people saw in new york city and they were like wow it looks so glamorous and it's like no it's actually trash sorry new york city we love you but you're trashy and you smell fuck you sex in the city next brianna what's your headline I think that people like to hear about, like, all the drama behind the scenes. Because, like, you know, four women together just for a long period of time like that, you know shit's going down. Um, My headline. I really only had one headline, and it was that there's going to be a rated R Deadpool 3 coming, and I am excited. Oh, that's one of my my headlines, too. Uh, Really excited about that. Obviously going to be rated R, which it should be. Yeah, I don't know why that was like part of the headline. I was like, oh, well, it's oh, funny because it be? I have another headline that's uh, similar to that, which is coming to America 2 is going to be rated PG-13. And I was like, no, thanks. I don't want to fucking see that. Isn't it on Netflix, too? I think so. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, PG-13 movies are garbage. You can only say fuck once or twice and like not for nothing, but you can't do a lot of other things, too. There's a lot of comedy hindered in an Eddie Murphy movie. If you got to keep it at PG-13. I don't know whose decision that was. Uh, but it, no, it's Amazon Prime. I'm sorry, but I don't know whose decision that was. But if it's Jeff Bezos's decision, he can lick my long dong over here. I mean, excuse me though, The Boys is on Amazon Prime, and nothing about that was PG-13. That's very true. That's very true. And Deadpool three will be fantastic. I really enjoyed Deadpool one and two, as do you. I'm glad they're keeping it alive. Ryan Reynolds is a treasure in the in the superhero universe. Unsung. No, he's he's pretty well sung, I guess. I wonder if he's pretty well hung, too. Oh, 
Oh, oh, oh, who said it? I, uh, rhymes with song. <laughs> you were all thinking Kevin Hart it. signed a four-movie deal, Brianna, with Netflix. You know how I feel about that? I'm not really a big Kevin Hart fan. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm not a huge fan of Kevin Hart at all. And I didn't mean to say big because he's short, but yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, Yeah, Kevin Hart signing a four-movie deal means nothing to me. I feel like Kevin Hart went out of style a few years ago. His jokes are pretty similar to the ones he was telling five years ago and i'm if, unless they have the rock in them i'm not gonna watch them i really liked kevin hart's like original stand-ups before he blew up and i liked him in uh the first jumanji because he was with the rock but other than that like yeah he kind of falls short for me Wow. That's how we're going to end it this week. You're with Brianna just burning Kevin Hart, who she is as tall as. Next week, we are watching One Night in Miami. Oh, we are. I guess so. Yeah. Yes. Cool. And then next, the week after that, we'll be watching White Tiger. So Prime, then Netflix. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Discord. We put out a new uh, trailer talk video the other day. So go on and and check that out. There should be a new Trailer Talk video, a newer Trailer Talk video, out by the time this podcast is hitting your ears. If you've listened to the end of this, we love you more than the people who stopped listening before this point. Have a good night, everybody. Brianna, say goodbye. Bye. If you haven't listened this far, you haven't heard me heavy breathing. <laughs> give, give him one. Okay, bye. Perfect. Bye, Beans. Bye.